the election results, total dismay. Get it? Ah. Well, hello and welcome to the show. Colourful Conversations with Mark and Pete. This is the show dedicated to religion, politics and business. Well, each week, clergyman Pete and businessman Mark debate a crucial topic this week. UK election. May ends in June. Yes. Well, here we are, exasperated and utterly exhausted from the United Kingdom general election. And what do we have? Well, quite simply, chaos. Uh, I would have to say that many people predicted a complete landslide for the Conservatives. Well, what happened there? <laughs> Clergyman Pete, I see you there chuckling away to yourself, knowing that both of our predictions were completely and utterly wrong. Uh, I say wrong. I mean, we did predict that the Conservatives would win, but my goodness, what went wrong for Theresa May? Yes, I, the thing is, I, I uh, in fact, we both predicted um, an overall majority for the Conservatives. I think our predictions were completely accurate um, in so far as that they were completely wrong. Yes, uh, but well, apart, I think that's yeah, a very good political apart answer, from being, and I think you were very much following <laughs> Theresa May's philosophy. Apart from, being lying. <laughs> apart from being completely wrong, we were right. Yeah, that, yes, got it. Yes. I, I certainly got it completely wrong. I saw that uh, Theresa May was robotic, as people pointed out. I saw that she didn't come across as that personable being polite um perhaps someone more impolite would say that she came as across as almost inhuman and just repeating the same lines again and again whereas jeremy corman although um not uh, that uh, competent seeming uh, doesn't have a good grasp of the economy at least came across as very genuine in his beliefs so yeah uh, he ha- had the benefit and of I the think doubt. he bought a new suit which I think helped. Yeah, and if he could only uh, groom the uh, the beard to look a bit more statesmanlike, I, I think he would look exactly right. Now we've we've commented before that uh, Theresa May could do uh, with some uh, sort of makeover to make her look good, but it's not the looking good that counts. Um, you know, Jeremy, have some substance, Jeremy, political substance. Neither Jeremy <laughs> Corbyn or nor Theresa May, Theresa May look great. Uh, uh, but but uh, Jeremy Corbyn did come across as being more uh, genuine, more human. Theresa May has a certain level of of competence in that she appears to understand the brief. Let's put it that way. But when it comes to uh, her political instincts, she's sorely lacking. Mm. I mean, even the decision to hold the election, which took totally. us by surprise, because it seemed like a stupid idea and we only thought i mean us along with other commentators as in addition to the polls that we had she must have further polling you know some in-depth polling that people Mm. people do you know drilling into the main the main um drivers for votes that indicate that she would win maybe she did but if that's the case they were sorely mistaken well Um, let's actually at that point because just to clarify the situation the conservatives did actually gain 
the, the majority of the of the seats, so that yes. she had more seats than anyone else. But the problem here for our international listeners is that she didn't gain an overall majority. That is, that when you add up all of the conservative seats, and they got 318 in total, but when you add up all of them, the opposition, that's the Labour Party, um, the DUP, and the Liberal Democrats, and many others, unfortunately, it meant that the conservatives would then not have that majority mm. so what the situation we're in right now is this a remarkable position where they're having to do deals yeah. deals with um, the democratic unionist party um, in the northern ireland now of course this is something that no one ever believed at the beginning of this year could ever happen so it does put her in a very very vulnerable position before she called the election it was seemingly as though she was in a very strong position. Yes, and yes. actually, as we know, she made a very bad judgment. Didn't possibly actually really understand the mood of the people, and particularly young people, I would say. Because what Jeremy Corbyn definitely did, um, and this is what I would sort of describe as the silent majority here, which is that the young people came out in their droves, basically, on the... On the uh, promise from uh, Jeremy Corbyn that tuition fees will be completely eradicated, which of course is always a vote winner. Now, economically, many people would say, how on earth is he going to pay it? But of course, <laughs> um, it was a vote winner. And of course, uh, the other factor which played um, into the Labour Party, probably without even uttering a word, is Theresa May's very bad handling um, with regard to dealing with the old age pensioners, and particularly with regard to tax on health and particularly dementia tax and many other things like that, how people would possibly be affected for those people who are in their dotage. This was handled very, very badly. Now, I was going to ask you there, do you think then that perhaps going into this election, that perhaps some of the policies in the Conservative Party wasn't thought through, or was it more around the way that people just didn't like Theresa May? Which, which do you think was it about policy, or was it about well, the person? Well, well, I think there's a, a third thing to take into account. Yes, there's, yeah, th there was something about some of the policies uh, you, you're thinking, um, you were talking about, uh, how, uh, particularly about caring policies, the ones you were referring to. So there was, yes, the triple lock on pensions. Um, but also uh, there were the issues to do with uh, the NHS as well, which people always say, you know, we don't want to see any nationalisation, uh, sorry, no, more privatisation of the NHS, uh, and yet it keeps happening. <laughs> uh, but uh, but she, the, the, prob the, the problem is not just that, not just the policies, not just, yes, the personality of Theresa May, it, it, yes, when, when she was seen against... Jeremy Corbyn, she didn't seem as genuine. But also, the campaign decision, this is the third thing I'm talking about, the campaign decision to have it presented like a presidential run, so it's Theresa mm. May against Jeremy Corbyn, made it difficult. You see, if we'd have had a whole panel of people representing uh, the Conservatives, and we had the popular figures, the sort of Boris Johnson, who was given a back seat, uh, thinking he would go off script, I guess, which it's possible, but you, you need um, to have a range of people. Totally. And not just Theresa May, and he's Boris Johnson well. is swimming with personality. But I don't think we want to overplay it. Uh, I just wanted to point out something that I said when we made our prediction uh, 
about who would win. I, I pointed out, just looking at the overall um, prediction of votes, you know, the based on polls, which now a poll, uh, looking at how you're going to vote, would be if the election were held today, how would you vote? So you can, mm. you have to say, well, how does this predict the future? And it looked as though that was going to lead to a Conservative win. Now, if you had uh, more detailed analysis of uh, different uh, people's views on diff different policies, but also people's views in different constituencies, then mm. you'd be able to see, am I going to win or not? What sort of swing do I need in order to win? And that's where I think it looks to me like the, uh, the uh, information that Theresa May had was not detailed enough because actually well, the conservative share of the vote went up yep it's just that yep. the labors went up more yes well let, let's take this point about where theresa may was prior to calling the election because although uh, she definitely had a slightly um, larger majority um it was perceived that she could only but increase it now, uh, here's a little poem, which is a little lesson here for any politician, and then this is called The Silent Majority. I once had a very small minority, until a snap general election. Then I won a massive majority, because of opposition rejection. And when I gained authority, it changed the whole complexion. World domination was my priority, as I took a new direction. With my newfound seniority, I sensed an increasing disconnection. Despite my seemingly superiority, there was swelling insurrection. Now I have a sense of inferiority through fickle public disaffection, and I'm back in the minority from the latest vote rejection. The silent majority speaks volumes. So, those undercurrents of the young and even the old that she actually spoke against Theresa May. And so the question now is, of course, should she remain? Should it be that she should now actually go? Because most people seem to have rejected her. And I think that's the key here. People have spoken. So the question is, who should step in? Who is best positioned? Could I offer a suggestion that it might be someone that we all know and love that perhaps we haven't seen? Maybe the Queen should step in and well, I, now say, I, I I'm think... taking now, uh, as you know, gentle listener, we at Mark and Pete uh, like to take uh, all of our politics very seriously, and it does look like um, the electoral system has um, let us down. Uh, now, in order to form a government in Britain, the uh, the lead the leader of a party with the most uh, seats that they can gather together beca can become the uh, the prime minister. So, not just in your own party, you can draw in people from other parties uh, which is why it's possible to Theresa May who uh, has to get 326 or above seats in order to have an yes. overall majority to go from 318 326 it's possible uh, if you take uh, another party on board DUP with 10 votes that puts you two over so that's why it's possible and it's possible maybe for Labour to try and put together enough but actually it looks like they'll even with all the other parties they're still going to be shy of the um, Mm. Of the of the requisite number, there were eight different parties and an independent uh, in uh, in Parliament this time. So you've got quite a bit of negotiating to do if you want to put together oh, yes. something to go against the Conservatives. So with all that in mind, when uh, when anyone goes to the Queen with this idea, I think she should just turn it down. 
and say, no, oh, yeah. I'm going to dissolve Parliament and I'm going to run the show. Because yeah. a, a lot of you a lot of you listeners over in, in, um, in America may not be aware that we have not only the Queen, who is very well respected, but also her, her husband is yep. possibly one of the most diplomatic and and considerate men you could possibly come across and if he were running for example foreign policy i think we could see quite quite a change in um i mean if we look back on some of the old the things he said over the years uh he's he's i think i'm right in saying managed to insult virtually every race and religion and nation known to man and possibly a few more as well um well so i think it's the sort of person we need yeah prince charles prince uh, charles is the sort of person who i think could rearrange all the plants well prince charles uh, is the next in line to the throne and uh, he you see he is uh, unique i think uh amongst uh, well in in that he you know this can be seen as slightly insular but i think uh he not is not that way. I think he's got his um, his art, his head right up his backside, and uh, mm. he cannot uh, see further than his than his own um, perhaps rather um, puerile fascination with uh, with uh, uh, the green movement and talking to plants and trees. So we think that here at Mark and Pete that he would be a great member of Parliament. In fact, yeah. he should replace Parliament and simply change it into a, like a glorified greenhouse and fill, yes, it with, with and, plants. and fill it with vegetables. Well, but they already have that. Yeah, that's what I mean. So no change there then. So that's, No. Uh, that, that, and of course, the other option, of course, is that it's turned into a kindergarten with Charlotte and, uh, oh, yes, and Prince, the, the, prin- uh, the Prince and Princess. George, little children. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Again, and what's that, uh, um, you know, strange stick at the end of the uh, the, the table that, uh, oh, that sort of blows? I th- a bit? Yeah, yeah, isn't that Theresa May? I think that's what you're thinking. Uh, oh, yes. Rather, yes. Well, rather, they, rather they, rigid uh, and unyielding, you mean? Uh, is that what you're talking about? That's right. <laughs> Yes. Well, I think you get the sense here yes, what? that we're exasperated <laughs> the fact that we have no alternative here uh, other than to look at ridiculous options. It because says, let's be it honest, sent us let, mad. Let's, it sent us over the let's, top. Let's go back to some kind of common sense here. Oh, because right. the general public are yes. utterly disgusted at the fact that we've got ourselves into this situation where now it seemingly appears that we have nobody who can sensibly negotiate with Europe. This is Donald Tusk and the European Union mm. from Brexit because the next key stage for the United Kingdom has to be the negotiations, which were originally uh, marked for, you know, I think it's uh, next week, to start the negotiations of Brexit. Now, if Theresa May is in a vulnerable position, uh, and even if it were to be the case that she was ousted and another prime minister was brought in, whether it be from the Conservative Party or anywhere else for that matter, potted plants or anywhere else that we choose to have, it, surely we need a strong government. So let's, let's, let's look at the options here. Theresa May carries on and works with the DUP. That's option one. Option two is Theresa May resigns. Uh, the Conservatives still have a relationship with the DUP, but works with a different prime minister, unelected, accepted, in the sense of uh, it would need to be a, a new leader, Boris Johnson or anyone else for that matter. Or perhaps what I'm going to suggest is the best option is we go to the country again, uh, setting out a very clear agenda in terms of what 
the nation has to vote for in terms of particularly the Brexit negotiations, looking at the economy, which is one a rather fundamental element, which I think often got forgotten during the campaigning. Mm. And I think something like, um, you know, a, um, a September, October election would be a sensible thing for the nation. And perhaps we would have to simply go back to Europe and say, we're not ready to have the negotiations. We're going to go for an election. Um, and what do you think? What's the best option for the nation going uh, forward? Well, um, yes, what do you Other, think, gentle other, listener? And But my thoughts are that uh, uh, in terms of what's going to happen, I think the most likely is that T- Theresa May will form a government with uh, the DUP. It's not a coalition. So the, the point of a coalition is that you buy into um, the fact that, that both parties are in government. So the DUP wouldn't actually necessarily run government. Well, what they would be doing yes. is that they would work and vote and, and basically go with the government's yep. vote in Parliament on key subjects, yes, such that, as Brexit, yes. economy and so on. Yes, this is called confidence and supply. Yeah, um, so it, it's, it's, I'm very confident that that might happen. Yes, and it, so it's not um, a coalition, but it, it's an arrangement which falls yes. short of, of that. In that, uh, you would form your government completely from people from the Conservative Party, so you, there wouldn't be that side of it. Um, probably. Can, can, I, can I just make, I don't want to diminish this to an analogy with business, but let's put it this way. If this were to be a business and we found ourselves with the board, i.e. the government, we're in such a disarray um, and clearly confidence is everything. If you were a shareholder of a company such as this, i.e. the public being a shareholder of, we'll say, brand United Kingdom, I think it would be very obvious that you'd say this leadership cannot rule this this is not yeah, going to yeah. be workable well, and so see, this is why i favor the the, the new election and, and i think to have a clearer mandate and we don't have a clear mandate that's well, the problem yes. I, well neither of us has said that the the best option is for jeremy corbyn to form a government I, indeed it, 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 now there's a reason for that is that we don't think it is but uh it's not it's not to say though that what we've just uh, outlined as possibilities are the only two there is something else uh, that could follow on from what i think is the most likely which is that the the arrangement with the dup will stand and that theresa may will form the government i think that's the most likely but even without an agreement to go back to the country for a general election soon it could still happen in that if your party turns against you, you can have a vote of no confidence. Yes. And that forces a general election. And that could certainly happen with it being so tight, with there not being that much of a difference between the Conservatives and the rest of Parliament. Even with the DUP on their side, if a lot of the Conservatives decide, no, we're not happy, you could force a general election. So I could see that still happening. Even if it's not intended, she tries to cling on to power, does Theresa May, but still there is a general election sometime this year. That's Mm. that's really what I think is going to happen. Now, as you know, my uh, predictions are always 100% correct, except except when they're they're not. um, But so I think that's most likely, that Theresa May will manage to hold on to power, that if that happens, that the negotiations for Brexit will start in two weeks' time. That's what we're told yes. by Theresa May and well, by the... Angela Merkel, who is a very powerful voice in Europe. Yes. And the, but that later there the could well be, and I think sometime this year, a move to have another general election. Well, so I think that's we, likely. Yeah. So we could then have 
another uh, another prime minister. Now, are we going to make predictions about what we happen? What will happen when we come back again? Well, given our track record on different <laughs> election predictions, well, maybe we'll leave it till a bit later before we. Well, say I don't what know, happens. but I'm going to sum up with a thought here, yes. uh, listeners, and it sort of reflects here on some of the problems. And Theresa May, if you're listening. Take note. Um, this she's a, is a, she's a, big, called, a big fan, I think. A big, a fan. big fan, indeed, yeah, and yeah. quite right. Yes, probably sitting there. If you, Theresa, stop, stop crying, <laughs> please. Cheer up. It may never happen. Oh, it did. Oh. Hung Parliament, ode mm. to UK election 2017. A political rope is dangled and swung as party ties are quickly strung. Campaign chants are loudly sung while backroom deals smell of dung. Now Tories biting many a tongue as Labour woos the old and young. Lots of gleeful hands are rapidly wrung when a sudden surprise has swiftly sprung and so a majority has been flung leaving ministerial necks truly hung. (laughs) Yes, Theresa May. Are you going to be swinging in the next few weeks? Well, listeners, what do you think? Do you think that Theresa May will carry on, or do you think it's time now to actually undo that rope and just step away from the painful (laughs) problem of being hung out to dry? Well, join us again next time for more colourful conversations with Mark and Pete. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.